Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello, and you're through to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life. And today I have another excellent brand with me today. I have Sarah, who is the founder and creator of APT Cavalier. Um, So hi, Sarah, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me because I know you're a very busy lady. Um, So let's um, start with if you can just introduce yourself and then just tell us a little bit about the brand, what it is, etc. Of course. So firstly, like the name always trips everyone up. So it's Apt Cavalier, not APT Cavalier. (laughs) such a common mistake everyone's like oh what does APT stand for and I'm like it's actually apt so like the name means so apt is fit for purpose and cavalier is like an old school word for the horseman so it literally means fit for the horseman which is oh. where the name comes from oh I'm um, so sorry I apologize there <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't be sorry people, people literally ask me all the time um and I've had people ask me if it's Italian like are you Italian because of Cavalier and I'm like no no just Scottish yeah <laughs> um so yeah so basically hi everybody I'm Sarah and I founded App Cavalier when I back in 2017 so we have been going on for we've been running for a couple of years now um and basically well I'll tell you kind of the boring backstory it's like the same as everybody else's basically yes please yeah so I've ridden and competed and lived and breathed the horse world since I was I think I was eight years old when I got my first riding lesson and a pair of jodhpur boots for my birthday and um I actually looked at my mum so I didn't know they were jodhpur boots and I was like uh as if you bought me boots for my birthday like you know when you're eight and you want like toys and shiny things and yeah. whereas now I'm like oh my god I love a pair of boots for my birthday yeah um yeah she got me a pair of riding boots and I wasn't excited until I realized they were riding boots and I got five lessons with the lovely lady up the road that had a little 12-2 palomino and uh yeah the rest is history here we are age 30 <laughs> not outgrown it yet so um so yeah, I went to uni when I was 18 and I studied fashion design for industry and I actually specialised in menswear, which is the weird part. Um, I specialised in menswear, graduated with an honours degree and then went, I am never doing fashion again. <laughs> <laughs> As I think so many people do when they come out of uni, they're like, oh, I've had enough of that, I've done it for four yeah. years. Um, and it was just kind of like, I just fell into it organically because I like had the equestrian experience and I ordered um, some items actually from an equestrian clothing company and they arrived and something was missing and something wasn't as nice as I thought it was going to be. And I was just like, you know, I could do this really well. Like, um, so I just kind of like organically fell into it. And I think that everyone kind of says like, oh, there's a gap in the market and nobody sells affordable equestrian sportswear, but that's just not true. Like there's a ton of amazing companies that sell it and they do it really well and it's affordable. So like I've always kind of went the anti-marketing route and said like, 
mine's not different I mean it is different but it's not like it's equestrian clothing and there's not a gap in the market for it but there's room in the market for it because people love equestrian wear and there's tons of us and we love to look nice when we're doing it and we love to feel good when we're doing it and that's kind of like this the unique selling point of apt is it's not 100% focused on the clothes obviously the clothes are amazing I design them myself I source the fabric like I I work with the factories um, to create bespoke and everything like that. So the clothes are amazing. But for me, it's more about the feeling of what that wearing the clothes gives you. Mm, so it's yeah. about like empowering women and making them feel like once they've got the app stuff on, they can they can go out their day and just like do everything they want to do and feel awesome while doing it and set challenges and reach their goals and not have to worry about like, Oh, what if I'm too hot or too cold or what if I'm scruffy or what if that person thinks that this top is too tight for me like it's about a feeling rather than the actual physical clothes if that yeah. makes any sense absolutely. at all no absolutely <laughs> definitely and you, you definitely feel um whatever you wear like with a question wear or just everyday wear but as long as you feel or you, you think you look good or you feel comfortable in what you're wearing, then that's just going to out, like that's going to show in your, um, your person, not personality, but just how you're feeling for that day. So if you're feeling good, looking good, then you're just going to have a good day. But if you're having a bit of a bad day and you just think, oh, this doesn't feel right or this doesn't look good, and then you're just in a bit of a bad mood for the rest of the day. So I think totally. as long as yeah, we all have it as well. Like if you've got a pair of jeans on that are half a centimetre too tight or like you, I, I'm such a bad mood if I'm not comfortable. Yeah. So it's like just trying to make everyone feel, our motto is like the unstoppable. And like yeah. genuinely, I just want women to feel unstoppable when they're in the brand and like it can just carry them through their day to the other end until they put the pyjamas back on and yeah. they just felt great all day. Yeah definitely and um so like you say you've been a sort of established for like a a few well about three or four years now maybe a bit more than that um so obviously at the beginning where did what did you decide to start with and then obviously throughout the last few years it's obviously um developed and you've got like sort of more ranges but from the very beginning what was it what was your like idea to sort of say right I'm going to start with this and this is what I want and you know from the very beginning yeah, so the, my first kind of thought for the brand would it would be only competition wear, um, and that I the first product I ever designed was our show shirt, which we still sell just now actually the original design, um, and that was the first item. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do breeches, and it's only going to be competition wear. But I quickly learned, as you do in any business, that your vision is not actually what the customers want. Oh, yeah. Um, like so my training wear and casual wear is such a better seller than any of the competition wear so actually my original idea was purely competition wear and now like we sell the organic sweatshirts and the organic t-shirts which people absolutely love um which at the start I was like oh I'm not doing t-shirts and I'm not doing hoodies and stuff like that and and then here we are with like a whole range of basically casual wear yeah yeah so is it was it just because customers told you oh do you do t-shirts or do you do hoodies so how did you make that sort of transition from what you 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 were starting out with competition wear and then like you say you slowly realized that leisure wear was going to be sort of more what people want so how, was it just your customers telling you that's what you want or was yeah. it just the market? 
Yeah, so like my whole kind of ethos is that the like to listen to the customer and give them what they want. Um, obviously, I've got like a rough plan in my head of what I want to do and stuff, but I just think the customer feedback and the customers leading the direction of the business is like the only way to do it because they're the ones that are here supporting my business and buying from me. And if I'm not selling what they want, then what's the point? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my customers are really good and I have a lot of like really loyal customers that have been with me from the very start. And I know like every time I do a new launch, I'm going to see their name pop up on my screen and like they feel, co- they feel so comfortable with me that they can drop me a message on Facebook or DM or whatever and just say, listen, oh, I'd love this in a, in a burgundy or I'd, I'd love to see this or have you ever thought of this? Like it's genuinely lovely that they feel comfortable enough to tell me these things because yeah. I mean that shapes my business going forward and I genuinely like operate off of what they want so yeah, yeah it's, it's it's quite aligned with what I want usually because I am my customer and um because I, I am an eventer like I'm not doing much eventing just now so like <laughs> I am a rider and I'm in my 30s and like that's that's who the brand is aimed at so yeah it is normally in line, but sometimes somebody will throw a curveball in and be like, oh, have you ever thought of that? And I'm like, oh, no, I haven't. Like, oh, <laughs> give us some thought. Like, it's quite a nice little community, I would say. Yeah. And um, and what what would you say at the moment is like, or throughout generally, has been your sort of most popular products, that, like a, a range or anything that sort of sells out the most more than anything else? Yeah, leggings. Leggings, leggings, leggings. It doesn't matter what kind of leggings they are. People love to buy leggings. Um, In the start, I wanted it to be the performance skins because I think the performance skins is the most um, original design. Um, And I worked really hard with the fabrics. Not that I don't work hard with other products, but to me, the performance skins were the standout piece in my collection. They were the most technical piece, the most beneficial piece, I thought. Like you can literally wear them as a base layer in the winter then as a cooling summer top with UV protection in the summer. And like, I was just like, this is going to blow people's minds, but actually it's leggings. And like, I'm not saying the leggings aren't special and they're not good because they're amazing. They're really yeah. great leggings. Yeah. But it just like baffles me, like how much people love leggings. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I love no. them. But yeah, it is definitely leggings. Yeah. Cause the, um, the other brands that are sort of recorded throughout this podcast and they've all said quite similar things. It wasn't what they initially thought would be as popular, um, but it has turned out to be the most popular. So um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not always what you initially think, is it? No, not at all. And um, it does surprise me sometimes when things like certain colours sell better than other colours and like things like that as well. So it's always like, I'm always learning like what my customer likes and what my customer wants so it's like it's a continual ongoing process yeah yeah um so obviously last year the 2020 um wasn't the year that we were all planning to have so how did that affect your business or did it affect your business in a positive or a negative way yeah so I think um and when lockdown was first announced and it was the three weeks and it was three weeks only like I was kind of like, oh God, okay, so it's going to, life's going to change a little bit. And I decided that for those three weeks, I wasn't going to do any sales posts. I was just going to like be there for people online and post about how I was filling my day in lockdown and 
me and my boyfriend did like a heavy fitness routine and and stuff like that and actually it became like a really social place my Facebook page and which was lovely and I think people liked the fact that I just said like listen I'm not buy if you want to but I'm not doing salesy posts yeah and then obviously like time was ticking and lockdown continued um we were supposed to have a really big year last year so we're supposed to be at badminton for the first time we were going to Bramham for the first time we were back at Blair which is our like biggest local show up here in Scotland we were supposed to be at Hoys for the first time like so it was a a huge year trade stand wise for us which obviously were all cancelled um but adapt and overcome and what I did was I did like an online trade stand so each day I put an outfit together say like a gray legging and a black top um and there was discount on that outfit and then the next day there was another outfit put together and it was something that people really enjoyed and they got free delivery because you wouldn't pay delivery in a trade stand and Mm. it was just like finding different ways to like be there and be present and shout above all the other noise as well um so yeah we actually did like okay last year like everything was fine we just found a new way we just had to market online and be more on it I guess online and how to keep people interested and keep people entertained as well like we did a lot of entertaining online last year and um yeah so the when it was first announced I was like this is gonna be a disaster like my business is gonna sit stagnant for a year basically I didn't think because nobody was competing there was at one point that some people weren't even riding obviously to save like pressure on NHS and like risk of falling and stuff like that so I was just like literally I'm not going to sell anything this year but actually I think a bit of good luck and good timing (laughs) came around because I actually had new leggings delivered in the spring last year and uh, I released the organic um, t-shirts and stuff so it was all casual wear that I had planned to release mm-hmm. so if I'd released white breeches I probably wouldn't have sold anything last year no, no. <laughs> but because a stroke of luck had brought me to release two very casual comfy garments then that was what everybody wants everyone wants to what well, everybody was in their house like they just wanted yeah. to be comfortable and all they had time they had all the time in the world so they were just online shopping and yeah they weren't spending their money on competitions or going out for dinner or going out for drinks so actually like all was fine last year yeah Um, nobody would wish lockdown on anybody but we we did we thrived through it and we adapted and came out the other side stronger so for me it was it's a shame not to get those trade stands obviously but yeah it's it's it was great it was fine Yeah, and I think as well well I I think I've mentioned it in previous podcasts I think last year sort of put a a highlight on all small businesses regardless of what it was um you know to support small businesses because you know it's hard it's hard because you're doing you know mainly you're doing it all by yourself you're doing it you know your marketing your packaging like generally all the small businesses are doing it by themselves it's their passion it's like um and I think more people last year were really like I want to support a small business I want to buy more local I want to do this so I think actually small business probably thrived a lot more than they would normally because they're always in competition with you know the big stores and stuff so um I think small businesses definitely um and not all small businesses I know some didn't make it but I think as a general I think um it it really helped them last year yeah and I totally agree with you and I think that people 
it was more a priority for people to support small and like everyone's kind of thinking about shopping shifted a little bit which is yeah. basically what you're saying um and when they couldn't just go up the high street and buy in all the big stores then like loads of different small businesses from all different industries like not just yeah. a question but like across the board like it was like their their time to shine kind of um yeah. as, a, as a small online business so yeah. yeah I mean there's silver linings isn't there yeah and I think that will continue I mean I think because like now you've you've built that re- like relationship with um that new customer who may have not necessarily before thought about going to a smaller brand or a smaller business but last year did and now wants to continue that relationship I think it really um I think people like you say shopping habits have definitely shifted and, and wants to support a lot more which I think is great and I'm all as you know and a lot of people that I you know on my Instagram on um I want to support small businesses and I shout them out and I share on my stories and stuff um, because, you know, I love it. I think it's great that you, you guys are out there and you're passionate about your brand and you're always evolving and you always think about new ways and you're all like think about the materials that you're using and packaging and things to be more sustainable. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, no, it's, it is good. The era of small business is here for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what is, so we you've launched recently, what was it that you launched recently? Oh my God, it's just gone out of my head. Oh, so we launched a um, brand new Sun Shirts, which is yes. a completely yes. brand new product for us. And honestly, I think it's one of the best products we've ever done. Yeah. Like, they're so lightweight, but so durable. The yeah. fabric's actually, it's an Italian fabric and it's just so luxurious it's got UV protection. It's got like moisture management, um, and they're just cut so lovely. They've got like a tiny little um, mini collar on them. That's uh, quite different, I think, from from a traditional equestrian style, which is like the base layer collar. Um, yeah. And they've got the mesh on the back, and they just sit so nicely. Um, I think a lot of our products before have been very figure hugging because, mm-hmm. again, that's the nature of equestrian products, like the base layer style yeah. is what we've all kind of grown to know now yeah. and um I know myself if I'm bloated or something sometimes I'm like oh I don't want a tight base layer on today type thing yeah. um I'll put a gilet on to like maybe some yeah. type thing but like these tops are like cut more like a, a very modern sports polo shirt so they hang at the front rather than like skin tight yeah. So I think they kind of appear appeal to a bigger range of riders as well who sometimes maybe hadn't gone down the base layer route and stuff. So yeah, I'm really proud of them. And we've relaunched uh, like a redesign of our best-selling leggings as well, which uh, have a couple of little tweaks that have just made them even better. Oh, excellent. And then can you tell us what, have you got anything planned to come out for the winter collection or have you got, yeah, no, so we I've always the plans in motion. Um sure. <laughs> but yeah, we're hoping to do new jackets and new gilets this winter. Um as well as like we're probably I'm gonna I'm in the process of like kind of redesigning a couple of the winter stuff from last year as well. Um so for me, like I because I am a small business, like I can't sorry, I'm, I'm where I'm saying like a hundred thousand times. No, that's fine. You go for I it. Apologize to the listener. <laughs> um, for me, I think a lot of people say 
like, oh, why can't you do them in all these different colors? And why can't you bring out all these things at the same time? But I am a small business and running a clothing business, especially, is really expensive. Because I have to pay for all the products up front before they're delivered to me. And as a small business, I just don't have the turnaround and the cash flow to like keep pumping new product into it. So I kind of have to be very picky about what I what I put into production because I have to be sure that A, it's going to sell and B, I'm going to have to I'm going to have sold enough before it's time to ship it that I can pay for it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a little bit of the business that a lot of people don't think of. Because I mean, why would you if you weren't a business person yourself? Um, yeah. But a lot of people say, why don't you do this? And why can't we have another color? And and the reason is because I can't afford it. No, no. <laughs> and, and, you can't, and you can't afford to have lots of stock there just in case like you say, you've really paid for that stock. So you don't have lots of stock and it doesn't sell because then that's just money just sitting there and, and not going anywhere. Not that it's not going to sell, but do you know what I mean? If you yeah. had something and it, you know, you didn't have enough sizes or you had too many sizes in one particular thing and that wasn't going, then you're, you're sitting there and you've got stock sitting there and you're like, oh, God, it's not shipping. <laughs> yeah. Not that it doesn't because I'm pretty sure most of everything sells out, but in a business sense, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, no, totally. You I can't have afford to have the stock sitting there, can you? No, not at all. Like, I, I do have things that have sat here for ages that are like maybe last seasons and I've got like a whole bundle of one random size. Um, like, a, weirdly, a size eight that happens to it. Really? Thought, yeah, like I would have thought that size eight is very common size for yeah. horse riders. Yeah. Because like there's a lot of athletes in the horse riding world. Yeah. But do you know, bizarrely, I've got like the leggings from last season. I've got no tens, twelves, fourteens, but I've got a whole box of size eight in both colours. <laughs> and it's like it doesn't make any sense. But, so um, I think if that's... there's anyone out there in a size eight, just message Sarah and she'll be able to Time sort to buy some new leggings. <laughs> um, I do think that's going to be a reflection of my customer base as well, because um, yeah. like it obviously shows that the the other sizes are selling better. So again, that's that's opportunity for me to listen to my customers and say like, right, well next time I'm going to prioritize a twelve fourteen and make yeah. sure I've got more stock of them. So yeah. everything's a learning curve for me. But that's kind of like the non non glamorous side of the question. <laughs> yeah. world. Like any clothing world, like I think everyone just sees the nice, shiny, gorgeous clothes up the front. And I mean, a lot of people say to me, like, "Oh, you must be so rich and everything." I'm like, no. "I wish." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get more stock made. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just a constant cycle. So yeah. maybe that's like diving a bit too deep into the honest workings of an equestrian <laughs> band but I mean I'm sure your listeners will find it interesting to know that yeah it's yeah not the shiny <laughs> world that a lot of us make it look on the outside but it, it's the reality of of being a small business owner but um I wanted to talk about because I saw on your Instagram, oh, I can't remember, it was like maybe a couple of months ago, and you had a rider that was wearing your clothes, wasn't they? Was it on the um, cross country or something? Someone, like an international rider, was wearing your clothes. And someone was like, oh, my God, have you seen them? They're wearing your clothes. And you're like, yes, can't believe it. 
Oh my gosh, who was that? That's awful. I can't remember. Oh, um, sure. it must have been. Uh, yeah, it must have been just somebody wearing them at home because obviously nobody's been anywhere. Um, oh, I know that. I'm sure Bex there was Mason, someone. The, oh, oh, I'm sure there maybe was someone. But, <laughs> um, Bex Mason is a show jumper, and she wears a lot of our clothes. Um, and she's well, maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Like, yeah, maybe that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I came across a, a post from her this morning as well, like promoting her like um, schooling services and stuff. And she had the grey leggings on and the blue training jacket. And oh, she just, she looks like a supermodel. She's gorgeous. Um, and she just looked amazing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> if only I could look those clothes. I know. Um, but yeah, no, she's fantastic. Um, and Kirsty Short wears our performance skins when she's competing. Like she does five-star level um but again like she's never been anywhere like last year obviously Um, but yeah there's a few like pop up and I'm like oh like you know when you come (laughs) across it on Instagram and maybe somebody hasn't necessarily tagged you or something because I know that I don't tag like all the companies I use and and things like that as well so like I'll randomly come across and be like oh there's one of my best layers and it is rewarding when you do see that logo pop up it's really cool so do you have sponsored riders yeah so I have well I officially have four sponsored riders um two of which I took on when I started the brand and they're both Scottish eventers and so I've got Georgia Burns who I love dearly as a friend but she is terrible terrible at social media (laughs) my like on the ground girl (laughs) she does a lot of teaching and she's like really well connected like in the Scottish equestrian world and stuff so like when I'm at a trade stand when I'm at Blair especially like people will come in and go oh I know Georgia Burns I know Georgia Burns my teacher and I'm like oh yeah of course like every second or third one that comes in knows Georgia so that's cool yeah um, and then I had the lovely Jodie, who's the eventing dentist on Instagram, and she's just fabulous. And she's got a couple of mares that are just gorgeous. And again, she's been with me since the start. Um, she's actually having a baby this year, so oh. she's taken a little break from competing. Um, but I have no doubt that she'll be back in the saddle. Well, she's still riding just now, but as soon as that kid's like out of the hospital she'll be bum and saddle because yeah. she lives and breathes it it's so nice uh, and then I have Adele who is set fire to the rain on Instagram um everybody knows Adele yeah. <laughs> um so actually she won a competition to be a brand ambassador for us um we ran one in 2019 and everybody kind of had to submit an entry and she just blew me away she's like a long-term customer anyway and uh, she's also just had a baby, so you can tell what everyone's been doing in lockdown to keep them Yeah, yeah. I mean, while eventing's been off. <laughs> and I've actually just added one more to my team, who is Elise. So she's Elise Ray eventing on Instagram, and she is just fabulous. She's like 22 years old, I think, and she's gorgeous, and she lives and breathes in the brand. Like, she's been a customer since day one every photo she ever posts she has something at Cavalier on and for a while now I've invited her to my photo shoots and she's ridden the photo shoots and stuff so it kind of just like organically came about and it was just was the right time yeah. and I just said to her like do you want to go on board as an official ambassador and she was like oh, yes <laughs> like, um, so it's it's genuinely lovely that my ambassadors come from people who have loved the brand and yeah. like come from customers yeah. like they're not I've purposely not went down the route of chasing big 
famous writers because like I, it's not a reflection of who we are as a brand yes I would love if big famous writers were writing in my brand but yeah for me it's all about the customers and if I can say thank you for being an incredibly loyal customer in that way and then other people can aspire to that then that's more important to me than getting the big names out there if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it just keeps it keeps it on brand for you, doesn't it? Like it's, it's real women. It's real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's real people. Um, and on your photo shoots, you have like real you don't have mod- yeah, like, so- models. And I'll put that in verse commas. But you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you have real pe- people that, you know, that model for you. Yeah. So all my models, I made that decision from day one. Like I wasn't going to hire a professional model. Because, I mean, clothes look amazing on professional models. But what yeah. I wanted was for people to see their clothing on different types of bodies and different riders' bodies as well. Because, like, some yeah. of us have big hips and big thighs and tiny waists and others have big boobs and a tiny bum and yeah. big muscly calves. And, like, everyone comes in all shapes and sizes and riders are no different. And yeah. I just wanted people to see the clothes on bodies that were out there, pushing wheelbarrows and training their horses and who picking in the field and all those sort of things like that's what I wanted people to see yeah yeah so yeah and I think that's what customers yeah yeah. and I think that's what customers love because it's it's real it's like you're not not that you are pretending but it you know what you see is what you get Mm. with the brand and stuff and um the reality of it um, so what is the future for you? So say like in a year's time, where where do you want to be? Obviously, it'd be nice to go to do your trade shows and things like that. But like anything else that you would like to do in the next year or so? Yeah, so like in the kind of immediate future, we have actually been accepted to go to Blair for the trade stand this year, which I am thrilled about because I know that they're doing a limited number because um, usually Blair is a massive event. Um, and there's tons of trade stands everywhere but I know they just they were limiting it because obviously they've got a limited amount of people coming on the site and uh, yeah. I guess I actually got my email the other day and I was thrilled that we've got a pitch so in end of August we'll be going to Blair to our stomping ground Excellent. Um, and then we are all fingers crossed that Hoyes is going ahead this year and we'll be at Hoyes as well for the very first time which is very exciting very exciting um, I used to go to Hoyes every year. Me and my mum used to go and watch The Working Hunter and the show jumping. And uh, we just drove down from like where we live in Scotland to Birmingham and just had like a weekend away at Hoyes. And we did that from when I was quite young. So I would say maybe like 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, so it's like a kind of like special place for me as well. because we haven't been for years. Um, so we're actually going to be going back, the two of us, to do a trade stand, which is really nice because um, oh. my mom comes on all the trade stands with me oh. and uh, which is lovely and the customers I swear they like her better than they like me <laughs> like she's just like lovely <laughs> and uh, she always makes I know we know each other so well as well like she she can tell when I'm starting to get a little bit hangry or yeah. like if I need a cup of tea and like she, she, she just like sees it in me she's like yeah I'll make a cup of tea because obviously I have to be when I'm on the trade stand, I have to be on it all day. Yeah. So I'm not like, I'm just the same as I am now. I'm not like acting or pretending or anything like that, but it's a it long day. Tiring. Yeah. Yeah. And you're answering the same questions time after time and you have to answer them. And with the same enthusiasm, the 20th time, 
yeah. as you did the first time. So it is, it takes a lot out of you. And then um, at places like Blair, like, because I know everybody, I always end up at the parties and I'm, I'm a hungover. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's like, okay, like, we need another pick-me-up. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're like a little double act that, that goes to the trade science together, which which again, I think is just lovely. And it's very relatable for my customers. Like I could hire somebody that looks great in the clothes and tell them all about the brand and stuff. But actually it's more, it's much more like true to myself to just take my mom because she loves it. And she's yeah. been like involved with my life through horses and everything. So it's like a way for us to bond even though we're not out competing just now and stuff. So I, yeah. I do think it's lovely. Yeah, definitely. And um, are you stopped in store? Are you in Equiboodle? Yeah, so Equiboodle is the, no, the only place that we are in. I, it's just because we, I just feel like it represents us quite well. Like yeah. Victoria is really relatable and she's very transparent on our social media and she's a... a a real champion for small brands as well yeah um so I just kind of like I just kind of like toyed with the idea and just decided yeah we'll give it a go and as well it's another kind of area of the country to cover as well because we're I'm obviously up in Scotland I sell all over the UK yeah but like a lot of people know me because I'm Scottish so actually to put it down south in Gloucestershire that's just another revenue for people to find out about us. So it yeah. works quite well for us, I think. Um, but yeah, no, they're the only ones. <laughs> and um, is there anything else you want to cover that we may not have done so far about your brand or any of your clothes or anything like that? Is there anything you want to discuss um, that we might have missed? I mean, I don't think so. I think I've went into a lot of detail that you probably didn't ask for. or but no, like I think that's a good roundup of who the brand is. Like it's all about the customers, it's all about making them feel amazing. And really my mission is just to keep doing that. Yeah. It's like to keep designing clothes that genuinely make fe- people feel great. Yeah. And like putting that motto out there and so that people can go to the stables and go to the gym and then stop at the supermarket on the way home and not feel like a scruffy horse girl. <laughs> like that's my aim is just that people can just slide into the leggings in the morning and just be in them till yeah till it's time to go to bed at night and just like removing the hassle from like the equestrian wardrobe life yeah like I know like myself like pre-apt I was like a different outfit for a different thing like all day long and it's like the washing pile is like this high by the day Whereas, like, I get up in the morning and I put my app leggings on and I've got a different jumper on today because I do need to do a wash. Um, <laughs> but, like, I take the dog a walk. I go to the stables. I, I mean, fair enough, I work from, from my own office, so it's it's easier to sit in horse gear. Um, but, like, I just don't have that, I need to go home and change before I go to the gym. Or yeah. I'm going to go or run. I've not got the right leggings on. Like, because those leggings, our leggings don't fall down. They, they're yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's just putting convenience back into your daily wardrobe is yeah. my plan. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. I've got one of your T-shirts on while I was recording today, um, oh, one of your organic T-shirts, and it's the one it says, I've got this. And I was actually walking around Tesco's this morning, and I noticed a lot of people were looking at my T-shirt. And I don't know if they were, like, looking at it thinking, oh, I love that T-shirt, or they were looking at me to say, okay, yeah, you've got it. You Are you sure you've got it? <laughs> but I was, like, walking around quite proud of it, and I'm like, yeah, I have got it, thank you. I've got this. <laughs> They just wish that they'd got it too. Like, yeah. We're all sussed. <laughs> okay, so I finish um, or end towards the episode with some quickfire questions. Yeah, so, I love quickfire questions. <laughs> so generally, are you a night in or a night out? I, if you'd asked me, like, pre-lockdown, I probably would have said a night out. But generally speaking, I would like to be in with some nice wine, some nice food dog like we we do like date nights and stuff like in the house and just because yeah. we had to do lockdown so yeah. yeah I'm gonna go night in yeah um tea or coffee oh tea I can't drink coffee no I don't like coffee either. um okay so with the first questions this might be a quite an interesting one wellies or heels it, right well if I had to choose what I was buying and what I wanted to wear, I'd choose heels because I love heels. Um, anytime I go out, I do wear heels. And I used to like, in my youth growing up, I was the one with the six inch platform heels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so heels, yeah. Like obviously wellies are more practical, but yeah. wellies don't excite me the way that heels do. No. Um, sweet or savoury? Um, I would say probably sweet if I had to choose. But I'm often forced into savoury because I am lactose intolerant. So like if I go out to a restaurant and stuff, they generally speaking don't have any like sweet stuff that I can eat. So mm. my preference would be sweet, but the reality is probably savoury. So what is your go-to sweet at the minute? Like if if you were if you had no like lacto problems or anything, what would be yeah. your go-to sweet? Oh my god. Either some sort of like brownie truffle chocolate mix like just like all the chocolate yeah yeah <laughs> um, oh yeah my photographer so Dave that takes all of our apps photos Dave makes the best brownies in the business like every photo shoot he has like a box of brownie for everybody <laughs> and he makes mine like with the dairy-free chocolate and stuff and they are oh photo shoot days I'm like yeah Oh, it's bless him. <laughs> oh, that's so kind of him to do like ones oh. for you as well. Yeah, he does special ones and he, he puts them in a shortbread tin and we have to keep like bringing back the shortbread tins if we want like a replenishment. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and are you book or film? Uh, I would, I'm both. Yeah, both. Like definitely film on a regular basis. But when I start a book, I like, I can't stop. Like that's me. Um, are you reading anything at the moment I'm not actually reading anything at the moment which is annoying and I've actually got a weekend to myself this weekend because my boyfriend's away in Edinburgh so I actually might like start a book this weekend um but I'm quite like a simpleton with my my book choices like I love Harry Potter and I love the Hunger Games I'm quite cliche with my book choices No, they're good choices. And what do you remember what the last film that you watched? Right, yeah, some recommendations. Well, I wouldn't recommend it, but we watched Awake on Netflix the other night. Oh, um, okay. 
got Gina Rodriguez in it, who I love from Jane the yeah. Virgin. But yeah. I liked the story, but it was like they had a time limit or something and they just didn't put enough scenes in to make the story make sense. Right. Um, so it was okay. Like the concept was good, but the film was like, meh. Wow. Like I stayed awake, but I wasn't like enthralled. Oh, it's disappointing when it's a bit like that and you you kind of what I've watched a trailer or something of a film and you think oh that looks really good yeah, and then I when you watch the reason. and then you watch the film and all the good bits were the trailer and then that's it. <laughs> that's the case like they kind of just missed out a bit at the start where it's like the pressure was building and went straight to like the crisis and I was just like what this doesn't make any sense like why is this yeah. happening um, yeah but if you want a recommendation, my two favourite films are very different from each other. So my first favourite film is Legally Blonde. And yeah. my my other favourite film is Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yes. So Good. literally like opposite films. But Good choice, I really love them both so much. And you mentioned Netflix. So are you, do you um, binge watch series on Netflix? I do when I've got the time, um, which is not very often, but so I, I I do like to watch things. But once I've finished watching something, then I'll, I'll just, I won't watch anything for like a couple yeah. of months because I'm just like, right, I can't commit to anything else. Yeah, yeah. But recently, I have watched The Bold Type on Netflix. Uh, do you know what? I'm, that is the one with the three girls in, um, yeah. in the magazine. Yes. Yeah, I've watched that. That was really good, wasn't it? yeah took me a couple of episodes to get into it which was frustrating yes. because it's right up my street and I was like yeah. why am I not loving this oh, no. um and like by kind of mid-season in season one I was like oh it's amazing yeah um and I've also not on Netflix but I've also just finished watching the entire Keeping Up with the Kardashians because um, really? uh, some people which does surprise people because they're like you don't seem like a Kardashians girl but I actually loved it I loved every second of it. it Who's great. your favourite? Chloe. Yeah, I love Chloe. I love Chloe. Um, I wasn't like convinced by Chloe at the start. No. But she's like, I don't want to get too emotional about it, but she's like <laughs> had the greatest character arc and she's grown up so much and she's like yeah. the wisdom, like she's all yeah. about this positive energy and like attracting yeah. what you deserve and gratitude and all that. And I just love her. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So where can people find you? What's your website? Where's your social media? Tell us where we can all find you. Yeah, so you can view the collection at www.atcavalier.com. And it's just spelled how it sounds. APT, then Cavalier. (laughs) And uh, the best place to find us online is Facebook or Instagram. We're quite active on both. uh, And I'm always more than happy to connect to new people to answer questions whether it be about the brand or specific sizes and and garments and stuff like I'm always kind of keeping an eye on my dms so always happy to provide as much information as anyone needs brilliant and do you have a newsletter yes yeah so um when you go on the website uh, a box will pop up and you can pop your uh, email address in there and it's only it only comes out once in a blue moon when we've got something interesting to say I will not spam you with 10 emails a day don't worry um but yeah we do have an email list so feel free Excellent. to uh, subscribe thank you so much Sarah I have loved having you on I've loved to learn 
more about you about your brand and oh it's just been amazing thank you so much for your time no thank you for having me it's it's been fun that's that's a good way to spend a Friday afternoon (laughs) brilliant thank you so much um so as always guys if you um like this episode please screenshot and share to stories and tag both Sarah and I at um at cavalier and cobs equine shop underscore services and we would love that and i will speak to you all on the next episode thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you are on apple Podcasts, please would you subscribe and leave me a review i really really appreciate it if you want to find me on my social media i am on instagram under cobs equine shop underscore services and on facebook i am cobs equine shop and services thank you so much and i'll speak to you next time episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people And I will speak to you all on the next episode.